The I Am Independent podcast with Loretta and Bianca. Stories, advice and discussions to resource, encourage and support independent music artists. Welcome back to a brand new series of the I Am Independent podcast. These are certainly strange times that we live in, but nevertheless, the independent artist grind is real, hustling hard uh, more than ever, I would think. Well, we're hoping that this series will continue to inspire you, resource you and encourage you even in these difficult times, covering all sorts of topics that are relevant to you guys. We always welcome your feedback, so do get in touch on Instagram or through our website you can find our email address uh, info at iamindependent.co.uk to let us know what you'd like us to cover what you'd want to hear more of or just any comments that you want to share with us so this series is all about hearing artists stories uh, learning from those who have gone before but also thinking about real life as an artist and how we apply that how we live it how we make those dreams a reality so thanks once again for joining us. Enjoy. So welcome back to the I Am Independent podcast. Today we are interviewing uh, a firm friend, um, a music friend and a life friend, Jennifer Kamikaze. She's an incredible singer-songwriter. I love her. She's got such a unique voice and a unique sound and... Um, everything she, that she puts out we just love and so it's just great to um, talk to her today um, she has a very um, um, her journey hasn't been the longest yet but she's done a lot in that and so it's, we're just all really really pleased to talk to her and get her perspective on independent artists welcome Jen thank you so much for having me I'm super excited yeah how you doing big fan <laughs> thank you how are you i am doing well i'm doing as well as i can be during this time mm-hmm, indeed <laughs> so, i'm smiling so yeah. i feel like that's yeah yeah like that's enough to say that things are great going great <laughs> having you know despite the fact that we're in lockdown is it the isolation is it the um the lack of contact with other people is that like the main thing that makes it hard for you? Because different things make lockdown different for different people. Um, what is the main thing for you that is like challenging? I'm just an outgoing person. You and are. I like to be out doing stuff. So yeah. um, it's 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 more of that. It's just you just don't feel like yourself in a sense. Mm. But um, and then there's other times where I'm like, oh, I'm so happy that I'm just alone and no one bother me yeah. <laughs> but, um, it's just up and down um, is that yeah. why the tiktok has the tiktok has is that helped um, for... <laughs> to be honest i don't know what happened this quick <laughs> um, for those who don't know like um um jen is um part singer songwriter part a lot of things but also part t- part tiktok comedian <laughs> and, and it's so good but do is it do you think that even doing that has helped you yes yeah. i do think so it's, it's it's really fun to make tiktok videos and um just to take the mick out of life a bit yeah. which is what 
my genuine personality anyway. Yeah. Um, so that's been fun and interacting with people online. Um, it took me a while to actually join because I thought, oh, this is the most cringiest thing ever. Like, you know, when you're p- past a certain age, you're like, no, like, that's like 15 year old. Like, um, but it's incredible. I, I would say everyone should not join because it's addictive. <laughs> Yeah, I think um, I've really loved it. I mean, I've I've always thought you're one of the most hilarious people I've ever met. But um, has how? I mean, I've seen lots of musicians and artists use TikTok and labels and things, and encouraging artists to get on it. Um, has it translated to people who have found you on TikTok discovering your music? It, has there been a correlation there? Because you haven't generally put music content on. It's mainly kind of comedy. But um, has one helped the other? I would say not particularly, actually, not particularly on the platform, um, but I do feel like the features on the app, like transferring those over to Instagram has really helped. And particularly now that they've got the Reels um, thing going, um, it's kind of helped um, like on Instagram. But there are um, some cases like on, in, on TikTok where honestly anyone and everyone can get exposure just like that. Like you could literally end up with you know I don't know 20,000 30,000 followers in in 24 hours so that's that's why people rush over there because there are opportunities for for people if it blows up it blows up that's how it works but Hmm. um yeah that hasn't happened yet for me I'm afraid but um (laughs) (laughs) but it's still just really fun and as I said again I'm an I'm an addict like 2021 I need to rehabilitate <laughs> I can't be spending four hours on TikTok and that's just being me being modest I find it really hard I go on and like I really just gave it a few days so like let me just get my head around TikTok and I kind of did but it was just too much I just and I just decided that it's it's not it's not my it's not my platform do you know what I mean you need to know what your platform is and it's it's just it's just not mine but I'm glad that it I, I think it seems like for you it's it's not just about um promotion or as you say like even getting big on there but actually it's an outlet for you that you are enjoying so that's like always a good way to use social media even with our our music right yeah I think to be honest with me it's literally 95% of me being on there and laughing at other people <laughs> and then 5% of making videos so the longer you stay on it the more they kind of tailor yeah. to, to, to your needs and then yeah and then you end up like being an addict but you know <laughs> uh, yeah I mean I'm, I'm not saying give it a go again Bianca but I am saying that you never know you, and you know what I'm open Jen but it's just <laughs> I just think it's just not for me. I don't want to say that I'm too old. I'm avoiding that. But I'm just like, I just, I can't. I can't. And I don't have enough hours in the day. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but getting back to music, how are things going for you? How how are things in 2020 into 2021 music-wise? <clears throat> um it's been good I've I've got some sort of quite a lot of music actually that I'm holding on to that That's I haven't cool. released um, good position to be in yes which is um and and I'm just trying to work out the best you know the best time to release to release that um 
I had this like spontaneous thing where I was just like, I'm just gonna drop the track, like I'm just gonna do it. <laughs> um, and then actually I thought, you know what? I always have this thing where I like to take my time, you know? And so um, in terms of that, uh, like I, I don't particularly know when I'm gonna release in 2021, mm -hmm. um, but I, I've already sort of started working on um, the promo stuff and, and all of that. So. Uh, music is coming, is coming, um, and uh, also writing has been quite a challenge. Mm. I found it really not easy to write during lockdown. Mm. Um, I don't know. Well, actually, no. I have still written, but not 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 as as much. But um, but yeah, I've tried to sort of have a catalogue of like stuff as well. So I've kind of been able to record. Um, from the start of January 2020, like I, I hope to have like an album's worth of material. So I have that now, and I just want to make even more so that I can sort of make songs that I really want to get out there someday. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's been uh, me musically. But um, overall, I think it's been okay. Like in terms of like not having gigs and not not performing, I've had a few opportunities to. Um, online and stuff so that's been quite good but it is getting to that point now where I'm like oh I haven't really had a gig in ages and I'm sort of missing the live scene mm. yeah I think one of the things that um, has always struck me about you is um, that you kind of have a go at anything and I'm, I'm sure a lot of that is part of your personality but even when I first met you um I always tell the story of when you sent me uh, a demo when I was working on a radio show for uh, unsigned artists and I get sent a lot and I do try and listen to them all. Um, but I think it wasn't a voice note, was it? Because we weren't really voice noting then, but it was something that you just recorded on your phone, I think. Um, and you were kind of like, oh, this isn't quite finished and it's just sort of on a you know, record it at home or just we have a listen. So I was like, I roll. Okay, this is how we go. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm going to listen. And I was really, really blown away. I loved your voice. I loved the angle of the song was really unique, everything about it. And I remember replying to you and said, look, when you've recorded this, please get back in touch, which you did. And then you came on the show. And I and I say that story a lot to people because sometimes there's a there's a real balance between waiting until we're ready, but also just getting out there. And um, you know, I think sometimes people don't contact radio stations or send music in because it's not been done in a you know really expensive studio and they haven't had a photo shoot and this that and the other. <clears throat> and obviously, although I couldn't play it then, it totally put you on my radar. And as soon as you did send something then I absolutely want, I wanted to know more about you. And not that I'm saying that everyone should go around sending voice notes to people, but there was something even about your boldness that obviously believed in yourself and wanted to test that out as well. And then the fact that you did, you know, I can't remember how many months later it was, but get in touch and had done that. Again, that showed me that you'd show me something, you'd, you'd followed it through and you'd come on. And just, you know, over the last few years, when we've watched your journey, that's exactly what you've done. You've uh, and then I was even more surprised when I interviewed you to find out that you'd just literally something like a year before gone, I'm going to be an artist. <laughs> I'm going to pick up a guitar, taught yourself to sing, taught yourself to write songs, taught yourself uh, to play guitar in a very short space of time and did it really well. 
Um, and then again, you've done that with your campaigns. Each time you've learned something new, a new skill, even video editing. Um, so I just wanted to ask you about that. Like, is that something you think that you have naturally? Um, is it something that, that you find hard and you've just had to really work on? But that whole idea of if you haven't got the skill, even you don't even tend to go on a course. You're just like, I'll teach myself. <laughs> yeah. um, I think I dedicate a lot of time to things so um, and I dedicate time to one thing um, so for instance if um, a, a video needs to be made or, or a song or something needs, you know needs to happen I will genuinely can can like schedule in my mind like hours within the day where I will just like fix it it's a bit weird fixate on that thought on how I'm gonna go about it and and then eventually it kind of, add, you know, adds up, like, as you're thinking, because I, I, I might not even execute the idea, I might just spend, like, a week thinking about how I'm going to do it. Um, and if, if it turns out that actually there's no way of me doing it, I have to pay someone or I have to, then... Um, you know, I have to pay for guitar lessons, <laughs> you know, um, then, then, then I would genuinely do it. But otherwise, um, I, I kind of, um, yeah, I, I try and I, I give it time and I give it a go. And, um, and if it doesn't work out, then yeah. Uh, but I just think it's, there's no, there's no, there's no pressure. Um, you are in it. That's the cool thing about being an independent artist. There is no pressure. You, um, yeah, you just, you, you can do it. So in, in the example with, you know, guitar playing, um, I, you know, taught myself and then I said, okay, well, I need, I need to get better. So I, I asked my friend to drive me to every single open mic in London for the next month. <laughs> and I just kept on playing and playing until, until you see that, oh, it's not that bad. And then you're, you're able to do it. Like if you have a particular thing, you might judge, you probably will judge yourself way more than other people will. But once you have a few people that are able to sort of encourage you with it, then you're able to sort of run with it. And um, I, can, I can say that a lot of the confidence I've had is through my friends, family and um, fans, because, um, because they kind of push you on to, mm. to, to continue. Um, so yeah. I don't know if that's been helpful. <laughs> so it starts with a mindset is what you're saying. But then obviously there's some real practical things that, you know, I mean, if you, you can do things or, or, or you can't, well, no, not, you can learn things, but certainly, um, you know, like with the way you've moved into even video editing, um, how did that materialize from spending some time thinking about it to I've created and edited a video? I mean, I just don't think it would happen that way with me. I would definitely be on okay. YouTube tutorials for a long time. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah, I, I did. Um, I did watch a few videos, but um, yeah, I did. I did watch a few um, YouTube videos on how to edit. Um, and then I think I, probably I was on that because before I would have never attempted to do that. But I think um we're in a time right now where um it, people are not necessarily like fully like judging your you know 
you don't have to have the most expensive music video, you know, um, you don't have, you know, it's about the music and it's about creating something cool. So, and, and just like working with what you have. So I feel like the fact that I was in this particular time uh, with a lot of people even trying home, you know, videos and their own editing gave me that kind of confidence to be able to, to do it. Um, but practically, um, yes, I, I spent a, yeah, a, bit of time on it but also I'm not gonna lie I just thought let me just you know take I took loads of like videos throughout a, a period of like a couple of months and then I and in my head I thought you know I'll try and, and put it together and um and then just chopped it up and just spent hours and hours and hours doing it I'm trying to think of how else I can make it um you know uh, yeah, but it's just the resourcefulness of it, though, Jen. It's great, like, because, uh, you know, we, we are happening in a particular time where um, it's lower stakes to put something out that's not um, the glossiest thing. But it's not necessarily some, something that everyone would necessarily think that they can give a go. So mm. it's, it's like, it's taking, it's the fact that you took advantage of this season to learn a skill and then to put that out um um like it's an opportunity isn't it it was an opportunity to do that and now you've got kind of you've got some skills there that you could use in the future but so I think that's that's a lot of like what the independent artist journey is about isn't it it's like you know we're usually between a rock and a hard place we usually have small small funds like in all the seasons lockdown or not we don't have we're like, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? I've got, I've got enough money to make record, but I don't have enough to mix and master right now and all the different things. And then this song's really great. I've got enough to put this song out, but then I'm jumping them at the edge of the cliff again. But it's just the resourceful thinking of like, okay, so I want to put this song out. And it was, and it was a song about the time as well. So it was, it was, it was about the time we were living in and the things that were happening in the current events. So to put it out then was a good idea, but then you, you, you created a campaign and learnt new skills in order to put that out in a great way. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's, I think it's trusting yourself and Mm. um, really discovering what, what am I good at, you know, and what do I need help with? Mm. So um, for me, like, I do feel like I am quite a creative person, so I can sort of um, trust myself. Well, sometimes visually, I don't know. Um, but using that as an example, say for instance, with um, imagery and uh, photography, and uh, I, I guess concepts and videography, I genuinely put my hands up to say that is not my thing. Okay. <laughs> you know, I've ge- I genuinely have sat down and I thought, you know, me sitting here trying to think of um, a concept. It can happen, obviously. I'm not saying I'm completely terrible at it. But I know that the best result always comes from having conversations with other creatives mm. um, to sort of come up with ideas. So I've realised that's not my strength. Mm. So I will leave that to, you know, collaborating with other people, talking to friends. And I'm not saying that you need to speak to a videographer. I'm just saying, oh, I'm thinking, you know, speaking to a friend, saying, I'm thinking about this idea, what do you think? Then just having conversations with friends. And then there's other things where I can trust myself and say, you know what, uh, I see the vision for this um, small project with this music video. Um, I'm just going to do it. And um, and then, again, um, sending it off to a few people. And if 
a few people say, you know what, yeah, I think it's really good. You, you, you go on. And somebody might say it's, it's bad. And you're just like, okay, well, it's just you. Like, mm. <laughs> and just kind of um, go for it anyway. Um, because honestly, they, there's always more to, more to gain than to lose. Mm. Uh, because once you've done that, then you feel confident um, to, move, uh, to move on and, and do other things. Um, so that would be my advice is try and work out what your strengths and what your weaknesses are and then uh, and then work on those of strengths um, in, to your advantage. That's really good. Great. So tell us a bit about your journey then, Jen. Give us a rundown because we know it, but um, our audience doesn't. Tell us how you um, started in music and how you got to be where you are now. Okay, Um well, I always enjoyed listening to music when I was younger. Um, I particularly liked um, listening to like R&B and hip-hop for a significant part of my childhood um, and teenage life. Um, and I, I just always have these memories of like listening to like, uh, it's a bit controversial right now, but listening to R. Kelly, don't tell anyone <laughs> <laughs> but listening to it and like just screaming to the top of my lungs and like but I was never aware of my voice like literally that was never a thing I never thought about it um I I know I enjoyed like drama and um arty subjects but again um it never crossed my mind and that whether I could sing or not and I don't even think I could but anyway that's that's debatable um and so then um, when I was 18, so I was about to go to university, um, I just, a friend of mine gave me a guitar um, and I just wanted to learn guitar um, in general. Um, so I just, you know, picked it up and I was playing a few things, but then left it. And then um, then I went and studied a biochemistry degree and mm. it was cool, um, but then I like, I, gradu- I literally graduated and then I was like, right, um, yeah, I don't, I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. Mm. But during that time, which is really funny, is I was getting mentored by Kenny. And mm-hmm. um, so I think probably a week or so before I graduated, I don't know when, when it was, I need to look back. But, you know, he, there's this conversation we had where, again, like um, he asked me, you know, what do you want to do? I said, I, I don't know. <laughs> and then um, and then he said, okay. Um, and then um, during that time, I, was, I wasn't writing. I was just p- playing and, and I was singing. But again, I never put two and two together. I was just doing it, just not even ser- a serious hobby, just, oh, the guitar's there. I'll just pick it up and play it. And, um, and, then, um, and, then th- this, and then he said, well, you sing them. I said, yeah. And he was like, why don't you do that? I was like, oh yeah, like, why don't I do that? <laughs> and so, and then, and then that just was there in the back burner. And uh, I, genuinely, as soon as I graduated on my last day, I went, right, don't like anything else. I'm going to be a musician. And so uh, from that day on, I was, I did everything to kind of um, channel um, into, into being a, um, an artist. But the, the funny thing is, um, so um, my friend and producer, Fermi Ogwins, who you know as well, and who's, um, you've worked with, he, I used to tell him, oh, by the way, like, 
I sing and and I was like um and he thought I was joking because I am a joker so he would laugh hysterically <laughs> like every time I would tell him that we should probably like record together at some point and then he would laugh and laugh and genuinely people I would tell people and they would laugh like yeah I sing but it's quite different it's not like what you would think and then people would just laugh at me and I found that funny as well because I was like but I actually can <laughs> and um and yes yeah, so then um I left uni did all the gigs that I possibly could in like a month or so um and then wrote songs <laughs> and then actually sent the songs over to um Loretta and I sent them over to Ferrimi as well um and then he was shocked and then um then I was encouraged because you know when Loretta got back to me I thought oh this thing is this thing is real and um and then that was and then yeah I recorded the music I released uh, my first EP and then um and really thankful because it it did really well it within did, like, yeah. a month of releasing mm-hmm. it it got like 50,000 streams which I wasn't I, I wasn't like really expecting but it did that response not just saying that you know about the figures but the response from people is what made that solidified it and said yeah this this is a talent this is something that you should uh, pursue and continue with mm-hmm. um so that that first couple of um, months kind of um and, and and the reaction and how things happened just made me confident that it was it was the area that I I could pursue and and go into um but I would say that that kind of strange uh childlike attitude um to going into music was because I um I was around a lot of musicians mm-hmm. so there was not this there wasn't this like mystical thing mm-hmm. of an artist looks like this you know um i you know i'd grown up around not well, in my teenage life i you know interacted with a lot of artists and um and so it, including yourself so it it really just made it very very normal because mm-hmm. i think some people if you don't interact with other musicians um i can say that it does seem a bit um unattainable it does seem like you know it's it's too big of a dream um but but you but there's so many different ways of of being an artist mm-hmm. that i would say to somebody that is really worried um uh about moving into going into um being an independent artist i would say just try and you know follow smaller um artists and see that it it, it is possible so that's been super encouraging mm. i have definitely not been able to do it alone it's just through inspiration of friends and yeah just a quick reminder that we have a growing number of resources and useful videos on our youtube page just search i am independent and you should find us and do follow us on social media on instagram at we are independent artists and on facebook under the same Also on Facebook, you can join our closed group where we're creating community for independent artists to swap ideas, collaborate and just feel extra supported and encouraged. You can find links to everything we do on our website, www.iamindependent.co.uk. It's interesting that you say that though, because I've not thought of that perspective about 
what it's like to have lots of artists around you and how that made it, in a sense, you had some um, shoes to step into and, and paths to follow. But it can also kind of work the other way sometimes. Like if there's a lot of artists, there can be a competitiveness, a comparison thing or an intimidation thing. And one of the things I've always wanted to ask you, because the first thing people say when they hear your music is how unique your voice is. And it's definitely one of the things that makes you stand out. And I think even more so with somebody who's starting out, who hasn't got a background in singing or even seen it as a serious hobby, the first thing people do initially is usually copy singers they know. So they want to sing like, you know, in my day, it was, it was Mariah or Whitney. It was one of those two that you were, you know, practicing the riffs for. And that, that was it to sound like them. And then eventually when you mature as an artist, you're like, well, what is my sound? But you mm. just came out of the stable with your own sound. This is me. This is my voice. I'm not trying to be anyone else. This is just who I am. And it's a very unique voice. Like even we've, for example, interviewed Abby Morrow last year or it might be the year before last year feels like <laughs> so whenever we interviewed um, Abby and she was talking to us about her she's got a unique voice and mm. she struggled with the fact that it was unique for a long time like it was this wrong with her should I sound more like this and then she made friends with her and she realized that that was her thing um and I think we do that in life you know when when we start off as teenagers it's all about being the same and fitting in and then we realize no our strength is anything that's different about us but you seem to have a confidence in that from the off and just say, this is my voice and this is who I am. Again, how did you arrive at that? And was there any journey to embracing the voice that you've got? Or did you straight away go, it's different, but I like it? Um, I think there was a period of time um, where I actually stopped listening to music for a while, mm. um, particularly because I just felt like um, the genre of music that I was listening to um, just didn't really relate to me anymore and I just didn't feel comfortable listening to um, certain types of, uh, of music. And so that break, um, <clears throat> I think, really helped with that um, because it, it helped me... Well, it's through that I sort of discovered the, the, the folk um, side of things and um, was just really captivated with um, with how much you can say and how much you can express through um, lyrically, melodically, and just even with your tone, how you could express emotion within. Um, well, I'm sure with within every genre, but with Falcon particularly, it sort of um, uh, really stood out to me, um, and, um, and and. And I think I wrote songs that I liked and I, I sang music that, that I enjoyed. Um, and, I th and, and then I never questioned about what other people wanted, you know, or needed to hear. So, and then I've always found that the songs that I like and the music that I, I make that I, I enjoy particularly are the ones that um, end up relating to other people. So I've just kept that as a, as a genuine um, uh, thing in my career of don't try to make what, pe what you think people want to hear. Um, make music that you enjoy because let's say, for instance, you make a song and it does really well, but you hate it. 
you're gonna have to sing that song for you don't have to but you know you would have to sing that song um because that's the song people like and you know people will come to your shows to hear that song um so be nice to yourself and create music that you enjoy um and how i arrived at that ah and and having uh, an in sense of having that confidence to um to just do it in that way i think i attribute it to just um seeing the fruit of being authentic and authenticity um i've just always seen like being honest um with honest with yourself honest with people even when it's hard um that's kind of translated into my music um because i feel like having a, an an honest and authentic personality well not saying that i'm always honest and being authentic and amazing <laughs> i'm just saying just trying to follow that um that lifestyle um will always move in your favor because um you're not going to pretend and you're not going to struggle with like an identity crisis it means sometimes people don't like you which is the case for me sometimes but <laughs> just um, just yeah other is yeah i think that that's that that's what's worked just making music you, you love and being truthful to yourself it's really good so um, in terms of um when you put out a track um what are the things that you've learned works for you in terms of um promotion um promoting a single or anything like that what what steps do you you usually take if there's a usually and um yeah what works okay um i think for me i as i said i reserve some time to really just jot down anything and everything um I I think about uh, visuals, I think about how am I going to promote it on um different um platforms. Um I think about um I collate uh sort of organizations that I'm going to reach re- reach out to to share it. Um I yeah and um so in terms of like uh, if I had a if I had a single um i would say first of all work on well personally i find it it's better to just work on like the visual aspect first you know mm. make it look pretty make mm. it look presentable make it um make it fun um and however you do that whether you do that on your own um i can't pay every single time for somebody mm. to do stuff for me mm. so sometimes it will be a picture i took on an iphone and <laughs> and that's going to be my cover. Um I use um I use I use Canva uh, which is a really good um uh soft platform platform to, yeah yeah. Yeah to to be able to sort of make these really cool visuals for posts and stuff. Um so once I have once I have that sorted I would then think of a date that I would do it I'll probably release it within like four weeks. um just to give me enough time to do what I have to do um and uh and then I I I've always found this really helpful I've used um this platform called Submit Hub mm-hmm. where um I it sort of narrows down all the different blogs uh, out there and um 
because I've seen how how good it can be to be on playlists, I always try and reach out to blogs that have playlists on Spotify. Um, so that's always been been handy. Um, and then also thinking about, okay, once the music is released, what am I going to post? What am I going to say after that, that time? Um, yes. And again, um, I think putting the time to kind of, um, putting the time to think, to, to think about all those things. Cause I think if you, if you just go straight away with a date, um, and then you're forced to kind of think of all these things. Um, it can be really difficult, but I can, another thing I'll say is I don't release music if I know I'm not mentally ready because mm. I always try, if I'm doing a release, I always have this thing where it's like, I'm going to do the best that I possibly can, <laughs> you know, and even, even when I say to myself, no, I should just do this, I will always end up d doing a, a particular release and putting in the same amount of energy each time on a on a single, um, regardless of of the the budget of that of that project. Um, so, and so, uh, so if I'm in a stage of life where for some reason I'm not focused, I'm not ready, then I won't release it. I'll give you an example. Like this this uh, month is an example where I thought I could do something, and then. And then after a few days, I was like, you know what, actually, I wouldn't do this song justice if I, mm. if I try to release it at a time where I'm, I'm, I'm stressed and, you know, not, not feeling like I can put in my everything. Um, so then there is no rush, you know, why are we, why would you, why would you rush? Um, so, so that's one thing that has really helped me. Um, mm. And sometimes I will spoil myself for like a week or two. And, and people will say, you know, why is she going here? You know, like my, you know, <laughs> my mum my particularly, she's always like, Jeff is always out doing something. And I would genuinely spoil myself because I know I'm doing a release a week later. <laughs> and I can feel like I'm rested and I'm ready um, because it is a lot to think about. You know, it is a lot, um, you know, when you're releasing something into to the world, it is um, nerve-wracking sometimes. Like, how are people going to respond to this? Um, like, for instance, the last release I did, um, Black Skin, which is different from what I normally do. So there was that element of, oh, I wonder what people are going to think of it, you know. And you, you don't want to, 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 to release music when you're, you're not in a good mind frame. Mm. Um, and, you've, yeah, and, and, you, and you're not ready. But, so that's something that's helpful. I suppose that's one of the massive advantages of being an independent artist, isn't it? Like if you are signed to a label, they've just like, this is our schedule, boom, boom, boom. And you could be in a really bad place, which we've all seen publicly happen to people. Like, why are they releasing this people's music? Why are they sending them on tour? They're clearly not in a good place and they just don't care about that. And as much as we encourage independent artists to be consistent and, and all of that, mental health and well-being has to come first and you're so right we do a better job when we put that first and that is a massive advantage to be an independent and we can say you know what we can just put it back and just this week Bianca and I have been planning her year 
And um, obviously things, this year started how none of us thought it would with another lockdown. And the great thing is that we can say, do you know what, we can put it back or this isn't going to happen in this time frame. We can't do anything about that, but let's just shift everything. Um, mm. how, how much has being an independent artist for you um, afforded freedom and shown you advantages and positives um, against the things that are really, let's be honest, really difficult about being independent? Um, so can you rephrase, rephrase that for me? If we were to ask you, like, what are your favourite things and, and the advantages of being an independent artist versus what are the difficult things and the things that, you know, really get to you about being an a, a independent artist? What would that, those be and which would win, which would outweigh the other? Mm. That's a really good question. Um, okay. I know this is weird, but I'll start with the things that are difficult <laughs> and then... Um, End on a high. <laughs> End on a it, high. Yeah, exactly. Um, the difficulty um, is sometimes you do feel alone. Mm. Um, you do feel like I'm, I'm doing this on my own again, you know, um, and that, that, can, that, can, that can feel, yeah, that, that can be quite difficult. Um, and also you feel very stretched because you have to be your everything. You have to be your manager if you don't have one, you have to be your designer and, you know, all of these things. And, um, and as well, like financially as well, it can be quite difficult. I think those are the three things that, you know, can make it, can make it hard being an independent artist. But um, I think no one steps into this you know, um, into this sort of uh, career path without loving the music and without enjoying and believing in, in their music. Um, I think um, if you, again, another aspect of it is the success element of, you know, maybe wanting recognition for the things that you're doing. Mm. Uh, so that, that, can be, that can be quite a challenge. Mm. Um, but the, the highlights I would say about being an independent artist is um, you are creating something that only you have the power to, to do. Does that mm. make sense? You, you're actually in the sense, like the way I see my music is, I, I really value it because I, I think this music is gonna last forever. I know that sounds really bizarre, but even if, even without Spotify, even without whatever, I've created a song now in the history of time that now um, is gonna last forever because it, it was made. Um, so if you kind of understand the power of creating something that you love, um, you see beyond the, 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 you know, not beyond the difficulties, that sounds, you, you, you kind of, um, you see that it's not like a small game, you know, mm -hmm. there are, there are things that you, you sacrifice a, along the way. Um, um, so that's one thing. Um, another thing I enjoy is um, being around other creatives. Like, I'm so 
like blessed to be around creative people and um, to uh, to have friends uh, like musicians and, and artists and designers and photographers. And, you know, <laughs> it is okay. People think that you know music is glamorous, and I would say yeah, it is kind of glamorous in the sense because you're around all these incredible people. Um, most people, you know, I don't know, like you don't rub shoulders all the time with, you know, somebody that's, um, I don't know, I made a sculpture, I made a video, I did this. Um, and then along the way, you get super inspired. Um, and again, what Loretta was saying with time frame, there's no, there's no pressure for you. You could say, you know what, this year, um, I'm just going to relax this year and um, just rejuvenate and, um, and explore. Um, and another thing is you you get to you really get to grow because um, because you are on a journey that takes a lot of um, you have to motivate yourself in a sense sometimes and I think that's really um, character building um, and hopefully you have a lot of compassion for for, for other people um, so I'd say um, I'd say yes I think if you do it in such a way that you're not I think I mean, putting pressure on yourself, it, it can be a really wonderful um, thing to do. Um, but I think, uh, I think burning out, there is, there is that, um, there is that element of it is like, if you put a lot of pressure on yourself and you allow society to put a lot of pressure on you, you should be here by now. You should mm. be, um, I don't know, you should be on like <laughs> a particular show you know um then it, then it then it can be like that but again if you just focus on why am i doing this okay i'm doing this because of x y or z oh yes do i still like maybe last year you you or two years ago x y z was so important to you that's why you were doing it now it's not so important to you okay then once you made that decision then you you, you let it go no one will it's unlikely people will go oh like she's done this but um so yeah i would say i would say that for me personally when i think about music i know genuinely if i gave up and there's been times where i genuinely want want to give up i've gone realistically i'll probably do it again next year so i might as well just soldier through <laughs> because i'll end up missing it <laughs> um but but uh, there have been times where somebody has gone oh you know you know they're saying oh jen you do this and you, you do that and deep down i'm like i genuinely want to give up but if this person means me this much then i guess i might as well continue you know it's like there are there are times genuinely in my career particularly in 2020 at least five six times i've gone oh this is so hard um but the love for it and 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 um and the uh excitement of it just keeps me going so good where's the line though between um like i absolutely agree especially with what you said earlier about waiting until you're in a certainly in a good mind set but where's the line between um just procrastinating and just putting off what you know you should do um mm. this is where between bianca and i we're we, it always works as a good partnership because i would tend to well not necessarily race on because I actually am a planner um mm. but it's certainly we meet in the middle in terms of Bianca wanting to spend longer to prepare for something 
or mm. to wait for something, then then I will. So even with I am independent, that's actually we meet in the middle on that. And to be honest, it's not it works well. It's not been a you know a conflict. But I do th- see a lot of artists who can make that mistake one way or the other. So they rush and they're not ready. They put a song out and they've not thought about the next two singles or what's going to happen after that. Or the other way, some artists who I really love, I'm like, you're ready. Just put some music out. Like, why aren't you? You Come on, like, don't leave it so long. You've got the momentum. It's, it is also important to ride on that momentum and be consistent. So for you who take both of those things, you know, you've, you've got strong ambitions, you, but you do find it hard sometimes like all independent artists do. Where is that? Where do you draw that line? Do you call yourself out or do you have other people who call yourself out on, come on, Jen, now you're just procrastinating? <laughs> um, I think I've just created a pattern um, or I've tried to create a pattern of I'm going, um, I, I want to release music you know, every year, you know, um, whether if, if that's two singles, like, um, I, I still think that's adequate, um, two singles and then loads of, you know, or not loads of, but a few like, um, and, and you're gigging as well, because there's so many different elements to it. Uh, like you've got your release and then, you know, you've got your gigs and you've got, I don't know, other things that you, um, that you might be doing as long as you're doing something for me I feel like um you're not I I think so for me it's like if I if I haven't released you know music in like a year then I'm like well because it is expensive like to make good music you enjoy if you if you don't have that sort of setup where you can make your own music um I think like like saying I'm going to release music a year, I feel like it's not too bad um, for me personally. I don't know what you guys think. So I would, um, I would say, okay, I'm going to release two, you know, two singles minimum this year. Um, and, um, and then I would, um, yeah, and then I would work out the best times to do that um, within, within that time. Um, but I guess setting yourself goals is what I'm trying to say. Mm. Like realistic goals, and um, and then and then trying your best to meet them. And if you have to extend them, or um, you know, then, then then that's fair enough. But I think um, I guess it's a procrastinating. Like we can all just we can all you know end up doing that. So I think you would know yourself. I don't know whether whether you're just actually relaxed or whether you're just putting things off. Like, how do you feel about that release when you think about it? uh, Is there a lot of anxiety there? Um, Okay, you know, why do you feel anxious about it? Um, Because, yeah, you might be procrastinating because you're you're anxious and you're putting it off because maybe you you don't. um, So trying to explore why you're procrastinating might might help. Um, Or maybe, um I think that's what I try and do. I just set like goals and I just try to um to to reach them the best that I can but not be too hard on myself. Mm, that's good. Um, so like for instance most Januarys I'll be releasing and, and you know, and I'll say, No, but I'm Jack always release the song But then I thought, No, well, you know, if you're not ready, you're not ready, you know, if it doesn't sit right with you 
then focus on other things. So like right now, um, okay, so I'm not going to be releasing a song. Okay, what, what can I be doing in this time period musically? Okay, you should be playing the guitar more. You haven't picked one up since Christmas. You've been eating too much cakes instead. <laughs> so um, January, January did nothing. <laughs> I mean, in December. So um, and so and so that's kind of um, in in my mind frame. And yes, I am procrastinating doing that. But I feel like if you if you, if I set that goal, then it's more likely that I'm gonna um, mm. get it. You'll get close to it. I don't know if I've been you know I'm being too helpful in that. Um, no, it's good. That's but good. yeah, having friends as well and telling them what you're gonna do as well is, is, is helpful. That's good. And you can have somebody that is going to hold you accountable to it that's cool so um in kind of closing like what i'm talking about plans what are your plans for the future and have you kind of mapped those out are you are there any things that are sort of sticking points for you in terms of your plans for this next year or the next sort of 12 to 18 months <clears throat> what are you what does it look like for you gen cam music um Oh, that's quite a cool name, Gen Cam Music. I might change my name. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, as I said, I've got some music uh, that I hope to release. Um, and I'm, I'm still just trying to work on the best way to do that because I spent quite a lot of time and effort with these songs. Right. So I just really want to do them justice. So this next couple of months, well, maybe, yeah, a couple of weeks, I'm just going to really work on the best way to, to, to get those out there this year mm-hmm. and I want to sort of release all of those um, this year um, which are a handful um, of songs and and then this I'm also going to work on um, on a on an album that I don't know when I'll release but um, just for the, the fun of it to you know to, to uh, correlate a body of work um, for the future, I, I think I might do um, an an acoustic um, album. Maybe, mainly because I think most people respond really well to just me with my voice and guitar. Um, and so I've um, I've had the you know the privilege of like recording um, like bigger sounds, but I want to sort of like draw that back um, mm-hmm. a little bit more now. Um, I want to learn how to record music for myself um, because if it's just going to be me and the guitar, I just want to be able to sort of like be in that place where I can genuinely just like write songs and and, and release them. Um, And also, I think I've been thinking a lot about, okay, well, you know, we we have a live music scene is not necessarily the same as it it was. So how am I going to navigate through that how am I gonna you know spend my time um so not even musically um so just thinking of like ways to um uh like uh use my time to uh, for other things so potentially thinking about going back to to you um I'm not sure but I thought I would use um I would use this time where everyone's at home anyway to kind of um yeah, train um, into uh, into something else and um, enhance my skills elsewhere. Um, but yeah, it's it it is kind of a, a strange year, 
but I think I just need to keep reminding myself that everyone is in the same boat, mm. you know, and so um, and just um, yeah, keep remembering everyone is in the same boat and um, and keep creating things that um, to the best of your ability, mm. best of mine. Um, but yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm not, I don't think I have a full picture of what like the following year is going to look like. I genuinely have no idea. I don't know how you feel about that, Bianca, but, um, and in, you know, how else the artists are feeling about, um, being an independent artist for like the next three years. It's a bit like, yeah, yeah, I think, um, that, um, there's a lot of things that are outside of our control. And I think it kind of going full circle to where we started off um, with the way that you approach things is that um, there, are, there are things that you maybe can't do, but um, focusing on the things that you can do and getting great at that. And this is, this is a great season for recording and finding new ways to connect with um, um, our fan bases and potential fan bases and and also preparing for when um, things that we can't do now we will be able to do in the future being prepared for those so that we, we can hit we can hit the ground running I think there's I think there's a lot to there's enough to focus on that is within our control and um, yeah and then just being prepared for whatever happens this 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 2020 and 2021 so far um have shown us that anything can happen in life so it's so it's kind of just been able to meet um opportunities that will come up but it's been so good chatting to you and talking um about your career so far and um you, all of your tips and your advice been and you had some insights that we haven't actually um spoken about or some angles that we haven't actually um um addressed before so it was great to talk to you Jen thank you so so much thank you so much for having me and um, just, uh, oh tell us how people can follow you as well so you can find me on most platforms by my name um Jennifer Kanikazi it's quite a unique name so it, it means you'll probably be able to find me uh, really easily um so it's Kamikaze with an I at the end instead of an E um, and uh, on Twitter, I'm Jen Kamikaze. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jen. Thank you. Thank you. And don't forget to sign up to our mailing list where you'll receive a free 10-day guide especially designed to inspire and equip independent music artists with some really useful, practical and inspirational resources. Sign up at www.iamindependent.co.uk. For more great content from I Am Independent, find us on social media at We Are Independent Artists. Check out our Spotify playlist for new music from independent artists. Search We Love Independent Music. <laughs> <laughs>